Welcome to an experience far from others. An audio medium unlike anything you've ever heard before. The pinnacle of sound experience. Jacked and canned. Featuring John Tessman and Colby Tyler. A place where you will get the information you crave. And hear about the topics that you love. Presented by themselves. Coming to you from the basement, bar, and the bedroom. Sponsored by no one. Jack and Canned. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jacked and Canned. John. John's with me. How you doing Woo. tonight, John? Doing good, buddy. Doing good. I might be doing better than you, Coles. Last <laughs> night. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I think you might have to tell our audience here exactly what happened to you last night. What was running through your head? How did the make how did you end up making the decision that you did make? Coles, let us know. Well, I mean, Yeah, so the audience isn't going to know, obviously, what John's talking about, but the decision that I had to make last night was to take myself into the emergency room to get checked out just to make sure I was all right. So let me backtrack and tell the story behind. Let me just lead into it. So after the football weekend, Colbs was so heartbroken that his Seattle Seahawks are doing good that he just went on a ridiculous long bender of just binge watching all the old uh brad pitt movies back to back to back to back to the point where he couldn't sleep for three days straight is that right colbs am i close probably not as far off as you think you are (laughs) (laughs) no john uh so to put it into perspective Monday, I had softball. I guess I can give a softball update in the midst of this. We won 22 to nothing. We Jesus. fucking smoked them. So, I mean, that was fun. That, that was a really good time. Uh, Michelle was just getting out of work at that point. So she wanted to know if uh, Captain Kenny of the softball team wanted to come over and have a Manhattan with her. And they go back, by the way, all the way to middle school. So they've been friends for a very, very long time. I I know that might have sounded weird out of context. Like she just asked if Captain Kenny wants to come over for Manhattan. They they are very good friends. They've known each other much longer than I've known Michelle. So he said, if it's at the tap, sure. He wanted to go to the bar up the street here. So we uh, she she got home and she's like, yeah, just pick me up. So Kenny and I came through and picked her up and we all went to the tap together. One happy little family. And by little, I mean me and Michelle because Kenny's, well, John, just like 40 pounds heavier. (laughs) And uh, we, we met up with another buddy that has played with us. Actually, I think he played with us that night. Uh, His name is, well, actually I probably shouldn't give out everybody's names. Let's just keep them. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Not really getting to the point. Um, while we were there had a, I mean, I had a pretty good bit to drink. I, uh, did a shot, which I don't usually do. And, uh, right, right at the end there, Kenny had wanted one more drink. So I got another round with him. I'm like, well, if Kenny's getting one, I'm getting one too. But like at no point that I have a blackout or anything like that. I remember 
like specifically watching different parts of the Sunday night game. That was the, uh, or the Monday night game, rather. That was the Raiders Chiefs game. Got to see the weird decision to go for two at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. There and like, but I, I was telling everybody, I'm like, look, because we, we put on the game, it was 17 nothing Raider or 17 7 Raiders. And I'm like, guys, I'm telling you, the Raiders play the Chiefs better than anybody else in the NFL. Anytime that you see a large spread in favor of the Chiefs, as long as Derek Carr is on the other end, you take the Raiders. Like, that's just what you do. And nobody seems to believe me, but that's a thing that the Chiefs don't play well against the Raiders, or maybe not necessarily that they don't play well, but the Raiders played them really well. So I'm sitting there basically totally bragging about myself and how good I am at football knowledge, because obviously, which nobody cares about, by the way, it turns out it's just me and John and we, we had a good time, but I remember coming back home that caught the very end of the game. Me and Michelle watched them dancing with the stars. She watches it every Monday night. And, you know, I remember even specific people dancing. Like, like I remember Wayne Brady and I said, oh, shit, Wayne Brady he's probably going to crush it because Wayne Brady, I don't know if you've noticed this, John, he's like the most talented human being in this world. He does everything. everything well. Yeah. yeah, he dances, he sings. He is a great person. Like, he yeah, is awesome. yeah, there's no like there's no flaw in his game. It's unbelievable. It's it's kind of like the Tom Brady life where just everything goes your way. Yeah. It, if you need anybody to host anything. I'm yeah. talking weddings, <laughs> Wayne Brady. baby showers, <laughs> TV shows, or uh, your Jeff kid's King fifth Can. grade graduation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm telling you, Wayne Brady's the guy. <laughs> I think we need uh, Wayne Brady to bring us to the next level. Hey, I think it's just a coincidence. Tom Brady, Wayne Brady, something's up. Oh I wow, I didn't even I didn't even think of that. Something's well, up there. Point of it being is, I went to bed and I, I was definitely a little bit tipsy, but I wasn't like totally messed up or anything. I had no blackout period, remembered everything. I and I woke up feeling fine on Tuesday, but the way I woke up was I felt something on my hand that I didn't recognize, and I'm like, no, this isn't the pouch in my mouth because that's in my mouth. I fell asleep with a pouch in, and uh, I noticed that it was a little bit of puke so i was like oh that's not ideal and then i turned on the light and there there was i mean it, it wasn't a lot it but it was enough and i'm like that happened while i was asleep which has happened to me in the past but it really only happens to me when i'm like super messed up i was not super messed up the night before and in fact i had nothing like i had no headache or anything no nothing wrong with my stomach i felt fine and i'm like that's weird as hell but luckily i woke up like three hours before i had to be at work so i went and i washed my sheets and all that and while i was waiting for him to dry i um i went to the bathroom and what came out was entirely black and i was like i i know that that one's not great but i i actually at the time didn't remember what it meant so i i told michelle because she she had texted me when she got up she's like your bed's naked and she didn't even notice I was still home. She she thought I was already gone off the work. And I texted her back, or I, I didn't even say anything. I just ended up walking upstairs. She's like, ah, you're still here. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I she's like, why is your bed naked? I'm like, well, I threw up on everything in my sleep, but I don't I don't know why. Cause I like I wasn't really that messed up. So 
I thought about it. I'm like, ah, could it have been the quesadilla? Maybe the quesadilla that I had last night was bad, mm. which, by the way, I really hope isn't the case because I'm about to reheat the rest of them. <laughs> oh, um, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> so if the same thing happens tonight. Yeah, no, then I, then I know what's up. It's the quesadilla. Oh but, God, this is going to get, this story's going to get so much better now that I know the case is in there. <laughs> well, that's, I thought I was like, okay, so maybe it's because I did a shot and I don't usually drink liquor. Okay. Um, I, I thought maybe that could have been it. I thought, well, it, the quesadilla, like, I don't know. I, I don't know the last time I had a quesadilla from that place. It may, maybe it wasn't that great. And, um, I, I thought too because I woke up with a somewhat of a sore throat. I'm like, well, I don't I don't know if I'm my throat's sore because I throw up in my sleep or if I'm just sick and I don't feel it. Because it was weird. I haven't really run into that. None none of that was anything I've ever gone through. So I'm like, okay, um, I, I guess I'm just going to go to work. I got to work and went to the restroom again and everything that came out was still entirely black. And Michelle had mentioned, she was like, Hey, if everything's still black, when you get home, we need to figure something out. And I'm like, all right. And so I, I went on Google and I was like, all right, what's this one mean? And they're like, Oh, that means there's blood in there. So I'm like, Oh, Oh, that's that one. Oh, that can't be good. Like there's, there's nothing good that can come from that. So I was like, you know what? Just keep working because I crushed it that day, by the way. I had like one of uh, just a great day at work as far as just productivity. I was killing it. I was like, well, let's just keep this rolling because I feel great. I don't don't know what the hell happened, but I feel great. And let's just roll to the end of the day and see what happens. And then when I got home, went to the restroom again, and it was still still black. And I'm like, okay, this isn't great. But let's see. Maybe I'll just set something up, go see somebody in a few days, whatever. And uh, what ended up happening was then all of a sudden I started getting like real chest tightness. And granted, there shouldn't be anything to where your the, the side that your heart's on has anything to do with any of the other things that I described. But I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, I mean, this is exactly like I, I put those two symptoms in together and it's it, everything that came up was just call 911 immediately. Yeah. I'm like, <clears throat> and as much as I knew, like I felt still like I was fine and I just had a tight chest, but I'm like, if this ends up being something where like I don't make it through the night and I don't even know what's going to happen because they're saying if there's a lot of if there's a lot of blood in your stool, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what a lot would be considered. I don't physically see red anywhere, but I don't know what's going on. (laughs) So I'm just like, I don't know. Let me see somebody that has an idea. Well, it's like 8 PM. I'm going to the ER because there ain't anything else I could do right now. So I went in there and, uh, they, they said I was way too jovial which I, I know you don't necessarily see that side of me for the most part, John. You usually see me being like just kind of pissed off and dismissive of everything. Like, eh. but no, I see you pretty, I, I see you pretty pumped. I see you amped. Yeah. So I, I came in, in there and 
yeah exactly <laughs> but i i came in and i i was i was giving them like the whole i was borderline giving them customer service while while we were in there because i'm like i need these people to fucking take care of me <laughs> i'm gonna treat them like they are very important people so i i went in there and they were like okay we're gonna bring you back here just ask you some questions and so they they asked me just a little bit of background on me they uh they did take note and i found it funny they're like oh yeah he hasn't seen the doctor in 14 years and while she's typing it out she's like i hear that works you never get sick if you don't see the doctor i was like that's what i say (laughs) and yeah then uh then they they brought me to a room really didn't take as long to get into a room as i thought it was gonna which was a huge win and they they sent somebody in to start looking at me and they took x-rays and ekgs they put me in uh john i had no idea that the thing that you wear at a hospital with the open back i really didn't know it was called a johnny that made me laugh so hard yeah uh, you didn't either apparently everybody knew that except us it's called a johnny and i was like almost pissing myself i'm like this is perfect uh by the way I got to tell you something, and I will talk about this on Nobody is Shifty or also. The funniest part of the whole beginning experience of me in the hospital room is that I had been talking with the guys from breaking down the tape, you know, in our little video chat, telling them like, hey, yeah, guys, I'm about to go to the ER because I'm not sure what's going on. But, you know, this this could be really bad. And I just got to go get looked at real quick. And so they're all, you know, oh, dude, I'm sorry, man. I hope everything's all right. Yeah, uh, you should go. That sounds terrible. Zach, who just had gone through and didn't really look at anything, he was watching hockey, and he sends one that goes, hey, Colbs, just so you know, fuck you. The Rangers beat the <laughs> Lightning. Ha, suck it, or something along those lines. But it, it was Colbs, fuck you. The Rangers beat the Lightning. He did not look at anything else. <laughs> And so I sent him one back and I'm wearing the Johnny and a mask and I'm in, I'm in the hospital room and I'm like, I feel like that's a little bit aggressive, Zach. (laughs) And he he hits me back. He's like, wait, why is Colby dressed up like that? And then he goes back through (laughs) and then he goes back through. He's like, oh shit. Uh, I kind of look like an asshole, huh? (laughs) Oh my God. How about that? Yeah, that was, yeah. That was that was my favorite part of the whole experience. But I mean, from there, they they did, like I said, x-rays, EKGs. They were doing all sorts of shit to make sure that I was good. They uh, they took blood from me, which I still have the uh, the little marks from the tape because I forgot to take it off after I got back. Well, actually, I shouldn't say I forgot. I didn't know how long you were supposed to leave it on. And I was like, well, I don't know. She just poked a hole in my vein. So I'm just going to leave this on overnight. Michelle was like, yeah baby you could have taken that off like right when we got home i'm like yeah but you don't want to be I, uh, blood yeah yeah they they that was the first time i think i've ever had my blood taken since i was a child i was like huh okay <laughs> she she says to me she's like where do i stay or where do you normally get get stuck and i was like <laughs> i normally don't cool but yeah go for it imagine they were like yeah um well your blood, it's it's very dark. It's uh black. You got black blood pumping through your veins. <laughs> be like, um, yeah, Colbs, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> be like, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. more 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 or less. I mean 
every everybody seemed uh, to be optimistic because I seemed so optimistic, which was probably a win for everybody. Because I'm like, I'm just here to make sure because I really feel fine. I just happen to have two symptoms that when put together, apparently pretty much mean I'm about to die right just now. Mm-hmm. And I know you don't Google things because anytime you do, it's going to tell you something terrible. But in some cases, if it tells you it's an emergency, just go, <laughs> just go make sure. And that that's what I did. It, it turns out from what they're telling me and granted, nobody said anything incredibly definitive, but it appears that what I have is just some ulcers, most likely in my stomach, because what can happen, uh, evidently two things that I do that are uh, not great for you, um, chugging a bunch of alcohol in a short period of time and taking medication such as ibuprofen while doing so. So essentially those two things tear at your stomach lining. And ah. they create ulcers, which are essentially just little tiny little holes in your stomach. I'm just comparing them in my mind to that of like a canker sore, but I really don't know for sure. I'm just, that's what I pictured. So that's, that's what they diagnosed me with that and rectal bleeding. I'm like, but my rectum's not bleeding. <laughs> that you know I mean, of. I guess there's technically poop in the blood if it's black, but I mean, or blood in the poop if it's black, but I mean, that doesn't. I don't, I don't feel like I have like a bloody bleeding a-hole. Like, I don't, I don't think that's what's <laughs> happening here. Like they're making it sound like I'm just pouring blood out my ass. I'm like, that's, that's not really what's going on, but okay. Yeah, sure. Rectal bleeding. I got it. It's terrible. <laughs> so isn't getting old. Cool. No, no. And the, the funny thing is, is the, the first person I see at work today, because you might have noticed I'm wearing this fucking hospital band on my wrist still. Reason being because, well, chances are after they bill me, I'm going to spend enough money that I'm keeping the fucking wristband. Yes. So I I went to work with it. And the first person I saw, she asked me why I went to the hospital. She's like, that's a hospital band. What is what did you do? I told her, I was like, oh, I, they, they said I probably got ulcers in my stomach because that's the other thing to keep in mind. They said probably they they are saying I should also go see somebody that is uh, a gastrointestinal specialist. That way they can probably put something in up my thing and take a look and see what's going on because they don't know if it might have something to do with further damage. But it appears that it's likely just stomach ulcers, which evidently are relatively common in people however the first thing that she, this woman at work says to me is you're too young for those i'm like fuck fuck all right that was not what i wanted to hear mm-hmm. even though everybody did at the hospital the whole time like the first person that i saw they called me kiddo and everybody kept telling me they're like well with young people and then they would describe further and i'm like keep saying young people I've been talking about how old I am for the last two years on a on a podcast. I mean, <laughs> how young am I? But evidently in hospital world, I am a baby. That's a good thing. That's great. Yeah. Michelle came after uh, after volleyball to come hang out with me, too. She uh, she wanted to. I told her she didn't have to, but she was like, I want to be there. So she uh, she got there and she told me the first thing she said to me, she was like, oh, good, you are here because uh, I had my own bathroom 
by the way, which is pretty cool. And uh, you'll see it in the bill. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. So <laughs> the game on. No, see, here's the the other thing. I didn't notice the TV until I had already been there for like an hour and a half. Somebody pointed out to me. They're like, yeah, that thing's a remote. And it's like, for what? They're like the TV. Like, <laughs> I didn't notice there was one. <laughs> it's gonna be the most expensive movie you've ever watched in your life. Um, yeah, I'm glad I didn't flip that shit on. I would have been watching Skinamax in there. <laughs> but <laughs> but Saw. I, I was, like, hey, I was in there taking a piss operation. when Michelle first walked in. And uh and Michelle's like, Oh, you are here. And then the second thing she told me is she said that the uh the nurse up front said I was very cute. And I was like, still got it. You still got it. You still got it. So, John, with that said, um, yeah, I, I have a prescription for uh for like an antacid so that I can take something for uh control or well basically limiting my stomach from producing as much acid as it usually would so that the little sores can heal and after that i will be making an appointment to see somebody to stick something up my butt i it's not fun it's not with fun. that said i would love to crack a cold one welcome back and now it's time for cracking a cold one with Kolbs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Cracking a Cold One with Kolbs, a segment where Colby drinks a beer while John tells the audience something that he finds fun, interesting, or otherwise. John, what have you spent tons of hours researching to give to our audience tonight? Ladies and gentlemen, it is possible to buy yourself your very own Johnny hospital gown on Amazon. They're selling four packs, six packs for like 30 bucks. Kolbs, I have a vision in my mind. I'm thinking maybe we get a pair of these. We go ahead, we buy these, and we just sit down and finally watch one of those Halloween movies for the first time on the couch and just drink a couple of brews and just chill and a couple of Johnny's. Johnny, I don't hate it. I'm going to be honest. Um, the whole time, by the way, that I was wearing that thing, all I could picture was the music video for the Avenged Sevenfold song, Nightmare, where <laughs> through a large portion of the song, there is somebody wearing, well, essentially, it did just all sorts of medical stuff. But I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm rocking this thing right now. Dude, you... <laughs> I'm kind of into it. After you mentioned it, I'm like, can we buy these? Is this a real thing that you can get? And <laughs> apparently it is. And apparently yeah, I mean, it's something I want to rock. I mean, the hospitals have to get them from somewhere. So I figured you could probably purchase them. True. Did they let you keep it? Uh, no, they didn't let me keep it, unfortunately, or else I'd probably still be wearing it. it uh, <laughs> Go to work. It's working for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> showed up and working that nobody would have ever come up to me that entire day. <laughs> that would have been great, right? You would have had your own little space, your own little dojo. You could have gotten so much done. <laughs> Actually, oh my god, today that would have been massive, but we're, we're not gonna dive with into the that. bracelet still on. They would have been like, You okay? You're right. <laughs> well, I mean, there was a secondary premise to keeping it. True, true. <laughs> Keep it on forever, Colts. Do not take it off. 
keep it on as long as no i know i just got a shower tomorrow so i can take off all the tape lines because i'm an idiot and left the thing on overnight (laughs) (laughs) just the little thing that covered my vein coves what's the kraken one about so cracking a colon with coves tonight is very simple it's just because i'm still alive cheers to that i'm gonna take a sip to that too that's a good thing that is a good thing as we were talking about getting older sucks that means more health issues just arise now that's got to be a whole nother thing right when you hit like 50 60 70 80 and you start going to the doctor's appointments at that point the conversations must be just kind of depressing like even when you're like 80 90 in good health they're like wow you're doing all right um (laughs) great but you're doing all right your heart's still going uh, yeah, you got some uh, meniscus tears in your right and left knees. You got uh, high ankle sprains on both your ankles. You got um, arthritis in your fingers. Like It's like, okay, doc. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I think something similar to that because in all seriousness, John, like for the most part, it seemed like everybody was telling me that I am for the most part still in pretty pristine condition from everything that they could tell. And that to me was like the most uplifting thing I've ever heard in my life. But at the same time, I was like, how quick is the fall off? Because I know how generally poorly I treated myself in my 20s. And um, I mean, if I'm still holding on in the way that people are just telling me that like, hey, you're good, you're good, you're good. At what point does it become? Well, you might you're need okay. to watch out for this. So, yeah, you're still doing fine. Just And then like how precipitous is the fall from there where all of a sudden it's like, I mean, you're doing great for your age, but, and then you just get, yeah, like you said, it's just a list. Oh, I, I got it. I'm, I'm not looking forward to any of that shit, John. They're, like not. at this point, it, keep, think of it this way. We will never be younger than we are right now. <laughs> Let's just continue to enjoy what we currently have. Because there's no telling how quickly that shit ends. Cheers to that, ladies and gents. Cheers to you, too. That right there is how we should have ended the pod episode of the day. That's some wise advice from a wise man. (laughs) I was not the first person to say that. I'm just saying. That's some wise (laughs) advice from a wise man. Johnny's never heard that one. (laughs) I haven't. I haven't. I just enlightened you. Johnny's going to be wearing a Johnny after that one right there. Cause I'll be like, Oh boy, reality setting in. <laughs> I know the whole time that I was wearing that thing too. All I could think to myself is I'm like, man, they, they got to be doing this just because I have mentioned that, you know, my poop was liquid so that they, you know, they're like, well, if he needs to go, let's just make him have an outfit that's suitable for that. <laughs> you know, it was weird though. They didn't, they didn't make me take off my pants. Well, okay, that is weird. Hmm. I figure, if, like, I, I've never seen somebody wearing one. Of, yeah, I've never seen anybody wearing one of those and still have pants on. I haven't either. That was the part that threw me off. I was like, maybe, maybe you were supposed to, you just didn't. No, I asked specifically because they they said <laughs> they. I heard him say, "Take your take everything waist up off." and keep everything waist down on. And then I was like, so she said, waist up, I take off. And they're like, cool. Yes. That's how every, that's how every horror movie or zombie movie starts out. Just some dude rocking a Johnny walking around 
being like, huh? What's going on? What do I got to do next? It's like how every one of them starts. It's because the hospital's a terrifying place. Something else that I want to talk to you about. I know it's October. Halloween season is here. Well, walking in one of the retail stores, come across a Ouija board. Why the hell is this family-friendly store selling Ouija boards? Now, Colbs, I look at the age. You know how everything has an age on it? Well, you oh, know, because yeah. you were working at Toys R Us. It's four plus. Five Who plus also plus sold plus. Ouija boards? No. Yeah. <laughs> Toys R Us sold Ouija boards. So this, wow. This age here is eight <laughs> plus. Eight plus. I'm like, yep. really? I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right. That's intense, man. I'm like, I already got enough bad mojo going on. I don't need to be playing around with that. Don't need to be playing around with that thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't would you sell believe that. Would you sell a lot of those back in the day? Especially this time of year, yeah. All right. Well, there's some brave souls. There's some brave souls out there. Would you play around with one today? John, I've I've played around with them. They, Would you I, play I, around with it today? Like, knowing what you know. What do I know different about that than I did back <laughs> 10 years ago? Uh, yeah, of course. I'm asking because you just had a, a, a moment in life where you're rocking a Johnny all of a sudden. So your life maybe has shifted. It wasn't because of a fucking spirit. It's because, well, are you sure? Other things. Are you sure? Very. Yeah, I, I don't think that uh, that my ulcers were caused by the spirit of somebody that I don't know yet. But I'm soon going to find out in the plot twist at the end. This was Jacked and Canned. Tune in to new episodes on iTunes and check out what the boys are getting themselves into on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Jacked and Can. Presented by No One.